Hey, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's David Darren for Vigorous with David Darren. I'm saying my name constantly because I love the sound of my name. Um, <laughs> that was probably the most uh, fucking narcissistic thing I would say. Well, probably not. Um, but, you know, as far as I'm aware, guys, now, um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but Daradan is quite a unique surname. Um, so, uh, it's, uh, so, basically, my family come from Serbia. Um, it's a Serbian surname. But it's also not your typical Serbian surname. It's not like one of those blah 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 bitch surnames. No vitches in the end. You know what I mean? No vitches or riches. Um, it's uh, just got an N. Just a, just an N. And uh, it's not very common among other Serbian people. So, and David is not a common Serbian name either, right? So. I have an Australian first name, or sorry, a Jewish first name, I guess, if you were to be, you know, technical with it, um, and a Serbian surname. So, uh, I've done a bit of research, and as far as I'm aware, right, um, I'm pretty certain, I'd say I'm about 99% sure that I'm the only David Daradan on planet Earth. Now, listen, I could be wrong. And if I am, I'd love to meet this other David Darren that's, you know, somewhere around the world. But I doubt that he exists. Um, but if he does, then we're going to have to face, you know, face each other in a battle to the death, you know. And uh, whoever goes in with the kill shot uh, will have to say the words, there can only be one. Uh, because there can only be one David Darren. Um, because, uh, you know, just cause, you know, um, so yeah, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, how, how's everyone doing this week? Um, hope you're all getting along fine, uh, no one's biting each other's heads off, um, god damn this internet, um, people bite, I'm just seeing on Instagram feeds, I mean, you're... Uh, look, I'm not even going to fucking get into it, you know, because that's that's not... I, I, I just can't. I can't waste my energy fucking ranting about some shit that I can't control, you know? And if there's anything that I've learned through, you know, my, you know, reading fucking stoic books, you know, Marcus Aurelius, you know, those, you know, those guys, it's that, you know, don't waste your energy on shit that you can't control. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to get too political here, guys, but you know what? Unfortunately... This is something that's always going to exist, right? Uh, there's always going to be division, unfortunately. Um, I would love to... Th I, I love the idea that uh, that everyone will get along. Uh, that sounds like a far distant utopian world, which... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not in my lifetime anyway. It's not going to happen. Um... And uh, I, what I do like, however, is the fact that we're all trying to get through this together, and you know, we're trying to progress forward, and we're trying, or we're trying to, you know, figure out ways to further evolve, right? Um, different ideas have been thrown on the table, 
people will disagree on said ideas. That's all. It's always going to happen. That's what drives people forward. The moment that all the world's problems are solved in one fucking second, fucking get a gun and fucking shoot me in the head, right? If it's in my lifetime, shoot me in the fucking head, will you? Because then life will be fucking boring. Where everyone's happy and cheery. Look, fuck that. Fuck that. I want to. I want to. I want to have anything to talk about on this podcast. You know? I want to have anyone else's pain to talk about. Well, mainly mine. You know. Um, <laughs> there'll be no more comedy. Could you imagine a world without comedy? When everyone's just fucking creepily fucking happy. That's fucking creepy. We need some fucking misery in this world. Um, <laughs> oh god, I don't want to get in trouble for saying that. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the car again, guys, so yeah, here we are again in the car podcast. You're in the car with me, I'm actually about to drive through the, uh, McDonald's drive-thru here, and oh, fuck, it. you know what, the, f- you know what pisses me off about this McDonald's drive-thru? It's that fucking, oh, uh, which one's going? This one's going, yes, no, yes, no, ah, oh, fuck, I've got to choose. Alright, so basically what pisses me off about this McDonald's drive-thru is that it now has two lanes for people to place their orders in, right? Now this fucking, it's chock-a-block, right? Now if you choose the wrong lane, and that, you know what? Of course, I fucking chose the wrong lane. One car progresses further than the next, you got, I've um, got fucking two cars in front of me, surely enough, there's going to be one cockhead who's going to make some elaborate, disgusting order, like stupid order. All I want, all I want is a fucking coffee from this place, right? That's all I'm at. I just want to walk, I'm going to drive through, get my small almond latte, and then fucking get the fuck out, right? But then you've got these Karens, they're like, um, excuse me, uh, can I please, I just don't want any pickles on my, uh, my cheeseburger, um, I don't want any, ch- uh, any pickles, mustard, or sauce. Oh, so you don't want any fucking flavour, do you? You don't want flavour in your cheeseburger? Okay, cool, we'll do that for you. And no doubt they're going to find something fucking wrong with it. No fucking doubt they're going to find something wrong. Um, but anyway, I've, I've progressed in the queue. Um, there are a lot of fucking cars here, Jesus. God damn. Um, so yeah, just forgive me while I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, during this podcast I'm going to be taking, I'm going to be placing my order for my coffee and there goes the other car, right? I could have been taking my order now. I could have been taking my order right now, right? Instead some jerk-off in a fucking red car with an old fucking banged-up piece of shit is uh, going to get his order before me. And now I'm going to take longer in this drive-thru. And I don't want that shit. I don't fucking want it. Oh, my God. What is this guy ordering? I can't understand what he's saying, but he sounds like this. Oh, yeah, this water fucking... Yeah, no worries, copper. Oh, cool, he's finished his order. Sorry, I'll take back that comment. All right, I'm about to place some order, so, you know, just wait. I'm waiting. Even more. That's okay. I think the guy in the red is also waiting. It is pretty backed up in here. Like, there's a lot of fucking... A lot of cars through. Okay, still waiting. Still waiting. I'm still waiting to order my coffee. Looking for an almond latte. And they get the fuck out. 
I'm still waiting to order this fucking coffee. Welcome to Hey mate, uh, could I please have an almond latte, just a small sized almond latte? Yeah, that's it, thanks mate. Oh, good, that just comes out to 4.40. Thank you. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. It's as simple as that. Right? All, that's all I wanted. And I'm just behind, now I've driven through and I'm behind this guy in the red that I was telling you about. <clears throat> I'm sure he's a nice guy, you know? I'm harsh to these people, you know, because he made the fucking smarter choice. He chose the right lane, you know, he chose the correct lane to go on, you know? I don't want to say chose the right lane and then fucking get that shit misinterpreted to say, oh yeah, he chose the conservative lane, you know, rather than the left lane. You know what I mean? I meant he chose the correct lane, okay? Don't fucking confuse, don't, don't misinterpret this shit, alright? I'm, I'm done to death with me, with people misinterpreting what other people say online and then say that's the thing that they'll said, because it isn't. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking pay for this order, hang on. G'day, mate. Yes, please. Alrighty. Cheers. Alright. So, as I continue down the lane, I wonder how long it's going to take him to make this coffee. Hopefully, hopefully not long. I mean, it's McDonald's. should be fucking real quick. Oh, Thank you. Fuck me, that was instant. That was instant. Better be, better taste good. If it doesn't taste good, well, I'm just going to deal with it. Because you know why? Because I'm not Karen. I'm just grateful for the fact that I've got a coffee in my hands. You know what I mean? Like, and I can, you know, get my energy with this shit. Oh my god, this lane, this lane is really fucked. Alright. Jesus, there's a lot of traffic here for a Saturday. Um... So yeah, you know, uh, yeah. What's what's what are you guys up to this weekend? You know, I, I haven't got too much on this weekend. Um, I uh, I've had the surprise of my life uh, when uh, one of my old mates, uh, one, of, one of the guys, it was like you know, it was one of my best mates. He just showed up out of nowhere. I haven't seen him in probably ten to ten to twelve years or so, and he just fucking shows up. Um, you know, and that, you know, he's, he's always done that because he's kind of, we, we, we called him the international man of mystery, right? Because he, he just disappears off the face of the earth. You don't know what he's doing. He could be working with the CIA. He could be working for some, you know, international criminal organization. He could be, you know what? He could be leading that fucking adrenochrome shit. Um, but you know, he's here. You know, we don't, you know, but it turns out he's just, uh, he's just been traveling the world and now he's back in Australia uh, and he's living in Sydney now. So he kind of popped in and said, said hello to the group. We all had a nice dinner the other night. Uh, it's always good catching up with old friends and reminiscing on the good times. You know what I mean? You know, we went out in those days where, you know, it was, it was pre Instagram, you know, when, when we were in our prime, there was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. I don't think, no, there was no, I mean, maybe Facebook existed in the States. Or maybe it was just starting. Maybe Facebook was just starting out and it was kind of starting to kind of emerge as, you know, the very thing that's going to shape our very lives. Um, but we, we partied well before that shit was a thing. Now, granted, we did have chat rooms, um, you know, internet chat rooms. That, that, that was the shit. The internet chat room, like MSN Messenger fucking chat rooms, what is it, I, 
what, what is it? I, IBC? I, is it what's it called? IBC? IGC? I can't remember. ICQ. That's the fucking one. Remember ICQ? Okay, with a lot of a lot of you young guys probably won't remember this, but for people my age, uh, back when the internet was fucking still dial-up, and we had to we had to you know ask our mums to get off the phone with fucking you know with a fucking Karen friend, you know while they can you know whinge and complain about a whole bunch of shit, just so I can use the internet and go on the chat room, uh, and go on ICQ. And had a whole bunch of chat rooms in there, and you can just talk a whole bunch of shit with each other. The thing is, you don't see each other's faces, so you just assume you just imagine that they're going to be hot, you know, if you're talking to a chick on the chat, you know, in a chat room, you're just going to automatically assume that every one of them are going to be hot, but if I knew, if I knew what I know now, back then, fuck me, I would stay clear of that fucking chat room, I mean, no doubt I would have been swindled by a whole bunch of people, you know, probably some fat, greasy old slobs, uh, men, you know, probably sitting in the, in the basement, um, you know, showing, you know, just pretending to be girls, and, uh, you know, anyhow, <laughs> that was the thing back then, right, and when we went out and partied, we didn't, I mean, we, we took photos and stuff, we got heaps of photos, we had one of those little mini photos, pocket photos, pocket, ca- pocket camera things, we didn't have, we didn't have cameras on our phones, can you believe that, we used to carry around a fucking camera, we used to, uh, you know, like, and we'd have it on like a like a lanyard thing, so we'd just carry it, like, we'd, you know, it would be on our fucking chest, and we'd just pick up the camera, we'd just take photos and that sort of stuff, and we didn't post them anywhere, because there was no social media platforms to, to post them on, so we just had albums of photos, that's all we had, a photo album. Fuck me, there was some good partying days, but yeah. We didn't fucking uh, have any Snapchats that, you know, with live updates throughout the night. Jesus Christ. Um, I can't imagine what that would be like. I mean, I can because, you know, I'm not that fucking old that I don't understand this current technology that, you know, you know, I don't understand the fucking Snapchat. I understand Snapchat, you know. I know TikTok. I was on there for like fucking two seconds and I was out. I was out the fucking door uh, because I didn't like what I saw on TikTok. I didn't like it, and I'm like, you know what, I'm getting the fuck out of here, uh, this is too fucking, nah, it's, you know, I don't understand, you know, yeah, anyhow, I'm not gonna, and you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna be the old guy that's like, oh, I don't understand these kids these days, well, they're fucking TikTok, and, you know, showing their bits left, right, and center, and have their vaginas fucking showing through their fucking yoga pants, I'm not gonna fucking, you know, oh, I don't understand what the, these kids are doing these days, and what that's all about, and oh, yeah, I don't fucking like it, I don't like it one bit, I'm not gonna be that guy, okay, um, uh, but yeah, going back to dial-up fucking internet, jeez, watching porn, Fucking hell, what a nightmare. We didn't even get to watch live, we didn't get to stream videos back then. Our internet was too slow. Jesus, when you try and load up a picture on the internet, it's got that thing like that loads up a fucking pixel at a time. You're like, oh, come on, just show the, t-, and you're just waiting. You see the face, and it's like, oh, we know, we know the face. Okay, cool. And it's gone down, down toward the tit, and you're about to see some nipple, and then it, the, the, the fucking download stops. And you're like, come on, I just want to see some tit, you know, and fucking hell, you're just a kid who wants to, like, you know, he just wants to jack off to something, right, you know, you, you don't want to fucking get these fucking, like, you know, okay, you have magazines at home, 
you know, if you're living at home with your folks, you're going to get caught eventually. The access to porn is so much easier now. Uh, but yeah, then you just get a you just get a piece of nipple, and then that's it. I'm ready to go. Right? That's all it takes. That's all it took. Um, whereas, well, nowadays we're streaming videos left, right, and center. You can you can got categories. You got all sorts of bullshit. Um, yeah, so it's so much easier. Um, but back then, fucking hell. I'll tell you what, I have, <laughs> I have a story from high school, right? So my first week in high school, I, uh, so in our first, I think it was like the first or second week of high school, after the first week we got inducted, or what was it? I think it was literally the first week of high school we went straight to it. We did, we did a camp. We did a high school camp straight away, as soon as the shit started, right? So we did camp at fucking, uh, where was it? For those of you who know, Adelaide, we did, we did a school camp at Port Norlunga for a week. That was like literally two days in. And, um, you know, new high school, you're going to make some new friends. And, you know, you got to make an impression with some of these people. You know what I mean? You want to make an impression and try and, you know, you know, you want to try and be the cool guy, you know? Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I had access to some porn- pornographic magazines. What did I have? I had a fucking what was that? A Hustler magazine. Uh, I had some. I had some uh, Playboy cards, which uh, I think they were Pamela Anderson Playboy cards. Um, and I just ha- and and uh, and that and like I had them. You know, that was when like basketball cards were fucking really cool still. Um, and I used to collect Reggie Miller cards. Evidently, I collected Pamela Anderson cards, uh, but I didn't get them myself. I was one of those fucking little shits who. Uh, managed to get other people, like some grown-ups, grown-ups to get them for me, uh, and I'm not going to say who, you know, because I ain't no snitch, alright, because you know what they say about snitches, snitches are bitches that get stitches, you know what I mean, in the end, because, you know, when they snitch, they get caught, and they get fucking busted up, right, and they end up getting stitches, uh, so I didn't do that, I don't do that, I never do that, and I never will do that, um, so, so yeah, I uh, fucking I take these uh, magazines and I'm like, and I'm sure, and I'm like, you know, we set, set up tent and got a few, you know, met a few new friends, and I'm like, hey guys, guess what? I got a little treat for y'all, and then, uh, and they're like, oh, what's that? And I fucking pull out the magazines and they're like, oh yeah, that's awesome, yeah, right, like a couple of fucking, like a couple of fucking nerdy teens, right? And I'm like, all right, let's all right, let's talk, let's talk chicks. No worries. Here we go. We got some porno magazines. And this is when the 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 chicks in these magazines they still had bush. Now it wasn't full bush, okay? It was just the the, the land. That was when the landing strip was was king. Well, everyone was into the landing strip. It was pre fucking get rid of the lot, get rid of the lot. It was before all that shit. Uh, everyone had the landing strip. Uh, this was the '90s, by the way. You know, the '90s. It was the late '90s when the when they started to remove everything, right? But in like the mid the mid the mid '90s, mid to late '90s, they had the fucking uh, you know still had the landing strip. So I'm showing them these magazines, and then suddenly I'm look I'm the I'm, I've become instantly become the cool cat of the fucking eighth grade, right? Uh, I think the word started to get around uh, among the other guys. And then suddenly other guys are wanting to see the magazines. They're wanting to see the pictures. And then they're suddenly asking me if I have more magazines that I could sell them, right? Because, guys, you got to understand, this was the mid-90s. There was no fucking internet. 
right? There was dial-up, but no one had fucking dial-up internet back then, especially in Australian. No one even knew what the fuck it was. So having having access to pornography was it was fucking hard. It was difficult. Um, so I'm like, okay, Jesus, I think. Wow, and I started thinking, man, I could enter it. This is this could be a whole new thing. I could be I could be the, I could be the the porn the porn dealer of the school, right? That's fucking cool, right? As long as the girls didn't find out. Um, but eventually, everyone found out, right? And then what happened was it eventually got to the teachers. Someone snitched. I'm not sure who they are, but I'm sure that eventually it caught up with them, right? Because like I said before, snitches are bitches that get stitches, right? So whoever it was, I still don't know who the fuck it was that told on me, right? But whoever it fucking was, no doubt they have fucking got some scars on their face. Somewhere, sometime. I'm sure of it. Um, but anyway, so I get fucking pulled aside. It was like two days into the, two days, I think, it was, yeah, two days into the fucking camping trip, teacher pulls me aside. Like, oh, yeah, we've, you know, we've got word that you've got some porno magazines. I'm like, no. And they're like, no, we know that you do. And then they're like, we're going to run a search of the whole fucking thing, so you may as well just hand it to us. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. All right. So I handed them. I'm like, all right, I did. Here we go. All right. So I gave it to him. I gave it to the teacher. And then this this teacher, I'm not going to say his name, Mr. G, right? <laughs> so Mr. G ended up, so they ended up fucking suspending me. Uh, and they kicked me out, and they were gonna, I'm like, well, okay, he's here at the camp, well, what are we gonna do? Oh, we're gonna drive him home, so, the teacher ended up driving me back home, um, and, uh, so my parents found out, and, uh, you know, I'll be honest, they, they took it a lot better than I thought, (laughs) I thought that, uh, from what I remember, look, I don't, see, the thing with my folks is, they never beat the fuck out of me, right? They weren't, like, a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, back in my day, my parents beat the living fuck out of me, and I turned out okay. Uh, you know, they're saying that as they're fucking snorting a line, you know, a line of cocaine and drinking all of the alcohol, right? They're like, I'm, off. I'm all good, I'm fine. Yeah, dude, you're fucked up, right? Totally. You don't. You just don't realise it. Um, I didn't get beaten the fuck up. I, look, I got disciplined, right? And, yeah, like, a bit of a spanking here and there, but nothing, I didn't get... I didn't go to school fucking with bruises on my arms and my my fucking neck and saying, oh, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> you know, no shit like that. Um, they just put the fear of God in me. <laughs> no, but that, no, that, my parents, you know, just treated me with love. You know what I mean? And look at me. I'm not, look, I've got a podcast. Hey, I made it, mom and dad. I made it. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, Hey, life's good for me. Okay, well, sorry. What the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, so, you know, my parents, my dad picks me up. And uh, I think, I think my dad, like, you know, obviously, now before, like, I have a lot of gay friends. And I'm pretty certain, you know, you guys will understand and not get offended by this, right? But I think my dad was somewhat, was secretly happy that I wasn't gay. <laughs> now... Granted, if I was gay, the, the type of parents that my parents are, they would not be the type to disown me, okay? I want you guys to understand this, okay? My parents my parents are accepting of all people, right? My parents don't care if you're gay, straight, black, white, you know, purple. They don't give a shit, okay? They do not care. 
fuck, I've got to change lanes. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, lady. Um, okay, so yeah, um, but I think I think it was still somewhat secretly happy. Didn't, you know, is that unspoken, you know, relief. Um, but, you know, anyway. That was, you know, any gay. Uh, any, any gay. Oh, oh, there we go. See what's in my mind? So, he ended up, uh, he's like, oh, okay, so uh, let's, all right, let's go home. So I went home. I was like, all right, you know, they, they told me that it's, you know, shouldn't be, you know, take doing that sort of stuff, but, you know, so still, they, was, they weren't happy, they weren't thrilled with me, okay, they weren't happy with me, because, you know, fucking hell, first week into high school, I got suspended, right, they were, they were mad at that, okay, but, you know, they didn't fucking lock me in my room for days, you know, my dad was like, all right, well, okay, fuck it, all right, yeah, this is, this is what it is, uh, all right, let's go, let's, let's go bowling, and so you understand the lesson, yeah, I understood the lesson, right, because I'm not a fucking moron, okay, um, and uh, I'm pretty certain uh, that teacher kept all that pornography anyway. So you know, because you know, what else are they going to do with it? Not going to fucking. They're like, oh shit, this is a fucking impressive collection of Pamela Anderson fucking Playboy cards. And I'm pretty sure he kept them and probably earned some money over it because they'll be worth some fucking money. So if you're listening, Mr. G, you owe me. Um, so. Yeah, that, that was that was my little story out of high school. So that that just goes to show how difficult it was to access pornography at a young, you know, back in the nineties. Um, so if you say you're a nineties kid, you were born in the nineties. You, you were born in the nineties, all right. You're technically not a nineties kid, though. You know what I mean? I was born in the eighties, but was I an eighties kid? No. No. Do I remember shit from the nineteen eighties? Fuck no. But I remember everything from the nineties. Because I was starting into, into like, you know, I was becoming, you know, I was like, what was I, seven? Seven? Whoa! What the fuck did I just run over? It's like a piece of bark or some shit. I think my car's okay. Um, but yeah, I was about seven when the 90s hit. So, like, I was in my prime of my youth. Like, like youth youth. Um... So I remember everything. Um, yeah. Um, so be grateful. You know, those of you who have access to pornography, don't go to it. Don't. You know what? I've seen. I've seen the bloody porn sites, and I, I must say, some of the categories quite disturbing. You know, a little bit disturbing. So just be cautious of what you click on. You know, and. Oh, I hate how all these fucking pornos have a fucking storyline. It's like, just, just get to the fucking. That's all we care about. Um, but yeah, everything has to have a story now, you know? It's like fucking, uh, what's it call it? Australia, you know, the fucking voice or, you know, uh, the X Factor or, you know, Australia and America's Got Talent. All these people have to have a fucking story. It's like, you yeah. Yeah, life has been a bit difficult. Um, yeah, so uh, my uncle's son's pet dog passed away uh, three uh, the, about five years ago, um, 
and uh, it's you know I haven't been able to move on since and life has been really hard I went off the rails um, but then you know I realized that my my uncle's son's pet dog uh, wouldn't have wanted me to fall off the rails so you know I wanted to you know um, you know, part, you know, I wanted, I, I didn't want to destroy his legacy by, you know, becoming a bum. So I pick up a guitar, and then suddenly, you know, I found some songs that really resonated with me, that really spoke to my heart. And uh, oh fuck, this is hurting my voice doing this voice. And, and uh, you know, I just think that uh, I think through music, people can heal. And people can love each other more. And people, and then they start fucking crying. Like, I'm sorry, I need a second place. Anyway, uh, my song of choice today is going to be These Hoes Ain't Loyal. <laughs> These hoes ain't loyal. Um, I don't even know if that's how it's sung. Um, but yeah, that's... Everyone has to have a fucking story. Why? Oh, God. Oh Jesus! I'm fucking okay. I'm I'm, I'm not too far from work now. Um, mm. I tell you what, I have to tell you, McDonald's fucking delivered on the coffee today. Jesus, it tastes fucking awesome. I'm really happy with this fucking coffee right now. Um, you know what's crazy? I'm right near. I'm close to work now, but I'm like fucking 25 minutes early. Oh God, I've got to time these fucking drives to work a bit more. You know. Because, you know, this is, this ain't right. This ain't right being this early. Um, so, okie dokie. I'm going to have to fucking put the aircon on. Jeez, it's getting hot. It's getting, f- oh, 26.5. No wonder it's fucking cold in my car. Oh, hot in my car. Um, well, you know, I'll just sit in the car and continue fucking blabbering on uh, until it's time for me to go to work. Um, or maybe not, I don't know. I don't even know how fucking far into this podcast I am. Let's have a look. 30 minutes. I've just clocked 30 minutes. Okay, normally I'd finish, but, uh, you know, I'm uh, feeling I'm in, I'm in a bit of a groove, so... It's how Stella got her groove back. Um, so, any... Oh, now I need to talk to you guys about something. You know, I'm going to leave this on. I need to talk to you guys about another drink. Last, last episode, I talked to you about how much I fucking loathe lemon-lime bitters, right? It is possibly, not more, not possibly, it's more than likely to be one of the worst fucking drinks that a bartender will ever make. I think it's an annoying, obnoxious drink. I think it's, inc- it's, it's incredibly unhealthy. You know, like, oh, it's, but it's healthy because they put a wedge of lemon in there. No! You're putting all of the sugar in there. Well, all that fucking... That lime cordial. It's just concentrated. Like, you want half a glass of fucking lime cordial. Top it up with a bit of lemonade. And then sprinkle some bitters in there. Oh, but it's got some wood of lemon in there. So it's a bit healthier. No. It's shit. Um, but there's another drink. Another... And it, you know what? It's a really obnoxious fucking drink. You know? Um... Uh, have I talked about this? I don't know if I've talked about this. Well, look, if I have if I have talked about it, well, then you're going to hear it again. Because you know what? Five of you are fucking listening to... No one's listening to this podcast anyway, so why do I give a fuck? Um, 
Aperol spritz. I have a big fucking problem with Aperol spritz. Um, a big fucking problem. I don't, I don't think I have talked about this. I don't think I have. I don't think you guys have heard me ramble about Aperol spritz. And I'm going to right now. Because, you know, it is the worst fucking drink ever made. Uh, for, worst cocktail I've ever tasted in my life, right? Because, you know... Oh, shit. Uh, sorry about that. So, you know, Aperol spritz is all the rage. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's like, oh, hey, you got to try this Aperol spritz. You know, it's fucking refreshing. And, you know, all the girls get around it. Oh, yes, I'm going to go to the bar today. I'm going to order myself an Aperol spritz. And because I'm classy. It's a classy drink for a classy lady. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm going to taste it. And when I did, I was like, huh? So... A classy drink is literal urine, like piss, because that's what it is, right? That's what that's what it tastes like. It tastes like human piss. Now, that's not to say that I know what piss tastes like, but I can imagine that's what piss tastes like, okay? Um, like actual urine, human urine. You know what, because it, you know, it looks like... It, it, it actually kind of looks like urine, human urine, after like, you know, eating fucking, eating, or drinking five liters of Coke and eating fucking 10 fucking cheeseburgers, right? That's what, that's what that drink looks like. It looks like what you piss out after drinking five liters of Coke and eating 10 cheeseburgers, right? That's what it looks like. Um... Now, the better choice probably would have been Fanta. Five litres of Fanta. Because it's orange. Yes, it's, it's, the, it's the adult Fanta. Yes, you, you, this, the Aperol Spritz. Yes, it's the adult Fanta. It's got some alcohol in it. And it's very classy. And it's got a wedge of orange in there. That's another. It's, these wedges. These wedges of fruits to, to garnish the drink. It's like, dude. You don't even eat the shit. And if you do... <laughs> fucking... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm... Okay, it's not even the fucking wedge of orange. The wedge of orange is the best part of that drink. The wedge of orange and the ice that you put into that glass are the two best things that are about that thing, right? So if you don't know what's in an Aperol Spritz, I'll tell you. It's one part Aperol Spritz, right? Which is some fucking... I don't even know what the fuck it is, right? One part Prosecco. And then the rest you just top up with some soda. Right, and you put a wedge of orange in there with a straw, and then they're ready to drink it. It's very classy. It's very refreshing. Uh, no, it's not. If you like urine, then of course it's refreshing. Um, but I don't know how this drink became so fucking popular. I don't understand it. You know, one thing I will say about the brand of Aperol, they got their marketing strategies down. I mean, they got their marketing strategies down to a T, right? Because they convinced all the women in the world that this is the popular drink to drink. This is the best cocktail that you could drink. And, you know, for if you, if you want to show that you have class, status, all that bullshit, and that you're, a, that you're a, the prime catch for a man to, you know, fucking, what do you call it, to plant his seed in you, then you must drink Aperol Spritz. If you, yes, yeah, so, uh, like... Yeah, if you want to be attracted by the opposite sex, or the same sex, um, you must drink Aperol Spritz. And they'll look at you with that and you'll be like, oh, god damn. 
I better give her a go, right? And you know what? You do think that. And I'll tell you why, right? Because of the fact that such a drink would taste like human urine. If you see a woman out there, or, or a male, whatever, right? If you see a male or a female drinking Aperol spritz anywhere in the public, and you see them, you are 80% more likely to have a chance to piss on their face, to urinate on their face, and they will enjoy it, right? Now, before you get mad, hear me out, right? If a marketing strategy would convince, can convince someone to drink this disgusting, awful fucking shit of a fucking cocktail, a piece of shit of a cocktail, right? Then, with the right marketing strategy, <laughs> we could convince people to be urinated on their face. Now, all you need, look, all it takes, guys, and I think we should think about this, right? Um, we should put together a market, marketing strategy. And if you, any of you have any ideas, please forward them my way, because I'd love to know what the right, the, the appropriate marketing strategy would be. Now, I'm thinking, you know, a hashtag, because, you know, Instagrams, everyone gets on the Instagrams, holding an Aperol spritz and saying, oh, Aperol spritz, classy, hashtag, Aperol spritz, hashtag, like getting pissed on my face. That should be the hashtag, right, that they add with the Aperol spritz. I think we should contact Aperol and see if it's okay to add that to the fucking hashtag thing. If not, we can just do our own marketing strategy. Like I said, if Aperol can convince people to drink their disgusting fucking drink, then we should surely, with the right strategy, convince others to be pissed on their face. Um, we just got to figure that shit out. We're good, we, need a, we need a good strategy. Now, yeah, the first thing I come to, I, I think of is social media. Create trends. Now, if any of you have any ideas, please shoot them my way. I want to hear them. And if I do hear them, um, then I will, uh, I'll talk about them on the next episode. Because I'm really passionate about this. Okay? Um, so, yeah. Aperol spritz. Fucking hell. Whenever I serve it, it's, an, it, and it, it's, it's obnoxious. It's an obnoxious drink to make as well. Because I know it tastes like shit. And I have to make it for this person. Oh, God. Anyway, I will, uh, you know what, I'll cut it there. You know, it's, I, have to, I have to step into work now. So I'll, uh, I'll finish this off um, by saying thank you very much for listening. If you have been listening this far, um, if you're hungover today, get a dog up here. Um, and uh, start again. Uh, yeah, alright, no worries. Uh, have a good one, guys. Take care. Podcast, I ain't telling no lie.